everyone. Just wanted to check in and do an episode before the end of the year because I won't do any more episodes until 2024. I cannot believe it's going to be 2024. It's, I, I don't like it. Can we just go back to like 2011 before everyone was glued to their phone and on the apps and ghosting and I feel like was Uber even around? I want I want to go back to a time where we had Uber, but when we didn't have a lot of everything that came after Uber. All of the just social media algorithms taking us from seeing our friends' content chronologically to not seeing our friends' content if we don't like like every single one of their posts. <coughs> Anyways, So, I want to talk about the best and worst of 2023. Let's see here. So, this is in no particular order. But, I have at the top of my best of 2023, I have the Montgomery, Alabama brawl with them chairs included. This is one of the best things. The videos are one of the best things to ever happen to the internet. This Montgomery ball, we saw how, or basically what happened is somebody who worked on the dock, he had to, or he told somebody that, you know, he needs to wrap it up with his boat, like, come back, they about to shut down, of course. And that was a black person. The white person was like, this is America. You ain't going to tell me what, you ain't finna tell me what to do. So then the white person started swinging on the black guy. And then, you know, you already know what happened. I just love the teenager who swam across in his Tims. But anyways, the Montgomery, Alabama brawl. Like, I didn't buy merch. And apparently there's a song. I ain't never heard the song. I'm not really interested. But I just, it was such a heartwarming story. Because I feel that in the black community, we could be extremely divided and it's not just us but we are divided in very specific ways sometimes and a lot of it is classist um and or like if you're hood or if you're considered like a white girl or white guy or who you date or I mean it it runs the gamut as to the reasons why we are or we could be divided even you know democrat versus republican happened so There's just so many reasons why we could be divided and there aren't enough stories sometimes that just really highlight when we're united. And so this was a really important story because these were strangers who were descending upon this group of white people who were fighting the black people. And then you have the guy with the chair and didn't they say, I think they said he's not having any charges filed or something. I don't know, but I loved everything about that fight, so... I don't like why it began. If you're an employee somewhere and you and you tell someone like, oh, we're about to shut down. You need to like you need to respect our schedule, our time. We are not going to be operating soon. That person should not be physically assaulting you. But it happened and he paid for it. I'm sure the person, everyone who was involved in that fight, especially the people who got smacked with the chairs. I'm sure they regret being assholes. 
Next on my list, I got Doja Cat's song, Paint the Town Red. This song was everywhere. This is the only song on my list because I'm a lazy bitch and I really, really love this song. Um, so I had to include it in Best of 2023 because I think it's one of Doja's best songs. It's just catchy. It's fun. I don't know. It just like puts me in a good mood. So sometimes I'll listen to it on repeat. So I just wanted to acknowledge Doja's song, Paint the Town Red, for being the viral hit, especially on social media. It's like you couldn't get away from it. Just like that little boo thing song. That one's a good that one's a good one too. It gets old fast, but I also like that little boo thing song. Alright. So then also on my list is everybody going on strike. So we know about the writer's strike, we know about the actor's strike, but there was also strikes with Amazon employees. There was strikes with doctors at hospitals, journalists, teachers. A lot of people in hotels, um, the hotel industry, a lot of service industry jobs, apparently rail staff. There's multiple articles that have been written about the fact that this year was one of the most popular years for strikes and there were hundreds of strikes. And I do believe a lot of it is a lot of the strikes took place because of the writer's strike. And I already talked about the writer's strike before. I'm not going to get into it. But some people just felt like, oh, these people are already making a lot of money. And that's fine. Let writers and actors make a lot of money. Pay them what they're owed. Especially if you're going to use their likeness for AI. So it's just really exciting to see that people joining forces together and not being a scab could actually get a lot of progress made. And um, a lot of progress made for everyone else and people in other industries who got inspired to go on their own strikes. Next, I got um, on my list, I got rich people on drugs getting stuck in the mud in the desert for Burning Man. So I really want to go to Burning Man. And I love that I didn't go there this year because that would have been a waste I, I could already tell that Burning Man, it has to be transformative and there's nothing like it. I just know that. I feel that in my bones because why else would be people be spending so much money and then when you see the art that comes out of Burning Man, it looks really great. I mean, I have to go and I will go and I think I'll be a repeat um, attendee, kind of like I love Mardi Gras, but you know, the fact that like these people got stuck in the mud, I, I love it because I wasn't there. So I'm just going to be a hater and say I love that they were stuck in the mud. Next on my list, I got to talk about reality TV Scandaval. I feel that Scandaval, what was so great is Tom Sandoval's name. Somebody cre- cre- came up with the phrase or sorry, the word Scandaval. And that person I feel like should be compensated because everybody is saying Scandaval. And it's kind of sad, right? Some, someone said the word Scandaval and then it was used like 90 million times after. But Scandaval, for those of us who watched Vanderpump Rules before, Scandal, before Tom Sandoval cheated on Ariana with her, one of her very close friends, um, this like, you couldn't get any better than Scandaval was peak reality TV. 
because Scandaval showed us all the signs and hints that Tom was sleeping with Rachel. Once we knew, we were able to see all the signs that they were fucking. So as viewers, it was really, really fun for us to just see their interactions before Ariana found out and the world found out. So Scandaval, it has to be at the top of the list of best of 2023. However, naturally, I feel that Vanderpump Rules peaked with Scandaval. There's no way to top it. I mean, no way. Honestly, I mean, I guess the only way to top it, I just thought of it. The only way to top Scandaval would be if Lisa's husband is sleeping with um, somebody on the cast. Then that would top it. Next, I got House of Villains. So I am going to watch Traitors this season because Phaedra Parks is on it. Um, is New York Tiffany Pollard on it? I don't know. I know Phaedra Parks is on it. I know Johnny Bananas is on it. I fucks with some of the people who are on Traitors season two. I didn't watch season one, but guess what? I'm about to watch season one because basically I feel that House of Villains... Um, it seems similar to Traders, just from what I saw of the promo of Traders, and I love House of Villains. So if Traders is like House of Villains, I'm all in. I highly recommend House of Villains. House of Villains gave us such great reality TV moments. They gave us Tiffany, New York Pollard, Reading, Amarosa for filth. It gave us um, Tiffany in episode one and Tiffany episode two. Everything she said, everything that out of her out of her mouth was gold, hilarious, amazing, incredible, iconic. And it was just good. It was just really good TV. It was appointment television for me. I was laughing every episode. I was so, so, so excited. I was gonna, I said, huh. I wouldn't have said hi because I don't, that's not what I do. But I was so excited to watch every single episode of House of Villains. It's on Amazon Prime and I think Hulu. But I watch it on TV. Next, we got Queen's Court. Queen's Court gave us Nivea, who is hysterical. It gave us Evelyn Lozada. And it gave us Tamar Braxton and her fiancé, JR. Whatever. They broke up. Now I guess they're back together. Whatever. Anyways, I liked Queen's Court, but I'm sorry that it gave us JR. Because JR is, you know, he's an opportunist. And he only dates black women. He's very pale, pasty, short, unattractive as far as I'm concerned. And I really hate that he only dates black women because it's clearly a fetish. Clearly, especially if you going out with Tommy Lee and um, doing what he did to Tommy Lee. (laughs) I'm not like this is a G rated podcast. Then it's like you have a fetish and you just like stop, like get out of black women's assholes, get out of black women's asses. I mean, like literally, JR, stay out, just stop, get on my nerves. I can't stand when anybody fetishizes black people like that, more exclusively. That, like, it's just it, it makes me want to vomit anyway. So, Queen's Court, I enjoyed that very much, and I hope they come back with season two with a different cast next. The Escaping Twin Flames documentary, um, I liked it a lot better than the shit that Amazon put out. I just don't think it was as good as Escaping Twin Flames. But anyways, I got to put Escaping Twin Flames. And this is not an exhaustive list at all because you already know your girl. I'm not sitting here and and doing like hella research for an episode. Um, But anyways, 
that might change. That might change. <laughs> I should have said that up top. That might change. Um, anyways, escaping twin flames. I just, I loved it. I love finding out who I'm sharing this earth with. I want to be aware of how crazy some people are. I really, really do. And I just, I'm hoping that twin flames universe could be shut down, but I haven't heard any of that since. And I think these people are very, very brainwashed, but hopefully someone who isn't brainwashed could get them shut, shut the fuck down next on. Um, so just to piggyback a little bit on what I said about researching, I have reached, what's the right way? There is something good that is occurring with my podcast and I got to be very, very vague. I don't have to be, but I'm choosing to be. So something very good. So basically I was, I've been complaining about something with the podcast since I launched it and it looks like that is going to be no longer a complaint of mine. And so, um, I'm really, really excited and I'll leave it at that. Anyways, so next we have Cassie exposing Diddy. I have her in the best of 2023. I put Cassie exposing Diddy in the best of 2023 because I think it it inspired all of the other alleged victims who came out after her. And then it also, you know, regarding Diddy. And then it also inspired Christian Keys. And it probably will inspire people into next year. So, you know, when the story first broke, I kind of thought it was a money grab. I didn't think that I just felt it was a money grab. I'm not talking about if he was guilty or not. I just felt it was a money grab because it's like, oh, this is so many years later. You're married. You got kids. You ain't really popping in the music industry. So why are you coming out now? But I think I feel that what she said was true and it wasn't a money grab or if it was, why not? Of course, you need to get paid from, you know, the trauma and the abuse that you endured if, you know, that's what happened or what have you. So, um, and I'm not saying that I don't believe it, but I try to be a little politically correct anyways, or, you know, when it's legal stuff, I try to be a little vague, but Cassie coming forward, like we need to give her her praise for that. Cause that couldn't have been easy. Different people are saying like, Diddy is dangerous and scary. And he, you know, associates with a lot of people who will like, who could harm you. So, it couldn't have been easy for her. And, and if I think about it through that lens, maybe that's why it took her so long to come forward. Because he's blown up. Didn't he blow up? He blew up Kid Cuddy's car because she was talking to him. And then I think somebody else was on a podcast saying he's done other things. Allegedly, did he along those lines? So I understand why just it, that also explains why every other victim kept their mouth shut until um, Cassie came forward. Next on my, or the last thing I have on my best of 2023 list is Love is Blind season four for giving me my eye candy, Brett, and one of my favorite couples, Zach and Bliss. Now, Bliss being the very first Love is Blind actual finalist who got pregnant and had a baby. I love that. Not only do I love that, but if you, it wasn't that shocking to me because during the reunion, sorry, um, that was a text. It's cause I, I need to, I might get an important call. So I, I didn't put this on airplane mode. So anyways, during the reunion, bliss said, I can't wait to have this man's babies. 
anytime a bitch who is approaching her mid um 30s says i can't wait to have this man's babies i know that that bitch is trying to get pregnant i know that that bitch is trying to get pregnant so i was not surprised i just i like bliss a lot never met her but i feel that she has great energy i feel that she has a great family and i just i'm so happy that it all worked out for her given just her journey of being dumped and just watching Irene, how Irina treated her now husband. I'm just, I can't wait. I follow, I follow Bliss on Instagram and these celebrities though, they make way too much money. Like the amount of endorsements she's going to be doing, Bliss is going to be doing during this pregnancy. Once the baby is here and the baby probably will have an Instagram. Like it really annoys me how much money celebrities make on social media because I'm not a celebrity. All right. Worst of 2023, we got fans throwing random shit at celebrities. So on this list, I um, have Harry Styles, Drake, Adele. Then we had Florence Pugh at the Dune Dune Part 2 press event. So towards the end of the event, when the cast is standing all arm in arm on stage, somebody threw something very hard and heavy at her that hit her by her eye. And people said that it seemed like that person was not, you know, accosted, didn't, wasn't identified, didn't face any charges. She could have gone blind. The object, you see it in the video. It was a very, very, very hard hit and near her eye. She could have sustained permanent injuries, permanent damage. And this is what these people are doing when people need to act like Cardi B when a bitch threw some of her drink on cardi b cardi b just tossed her microphone as hard as she could into the bitch's face and apparently it hit somebody else but i don't know hopefully again i'm in the worst of 2023 section of the podcast i want this shit to end you shouldn't be thanking your or thanking a famous person for showing up by assaulting them physically assaulting them and doing it from the crowd like a a punk like a bitch like a coward like a pussy go in their face go in cardi's face and toss a drink go in florence Pugh's face and throw something at her when she has like 10 cast members near her and security do it there why are you going to these events trying to what go viral what what is what is it about Hopefully it stays in 2023. I'm so disgusted and horrified by it and bothered. Like it just became a viral occurrence. It's like one person did it. Then other people decide to do it. Like stay home. Stay the fuck home. You're paying money for this shit. Also worst of 2023 is Prince Harry's book. That came out at the beginning of the year. I'm not mistaken I feel like his the Netflix shit was last year and his book dropped this year so all the promotion from the book where they basically gave away everything that happened in the book like I just it was too it dominated the news too much and I didn't like hearing any there wasn't any story that came out related to Prince Harry that I wanted to hear oh except for when he um when Will Prince William kicked his ass that I was happy about and slammed him to the floor and shit like hell yes everything else I didn't I didn't need to know so that's why I put it in worst of 2023 because I feel that Prince Harry needs a lot of mental help 
honestly. He has a lot of trauma, a lot of PTSD, and he needs to fix himself. He has two young kids. Next, we got um, Carly Russell, the female Jesse Smollett. I put her in the worst of 2023 category. I've already done an episode on her. I'm disappointed. I don't think it's smart to fake a hate crime in Jesse Smollett's case and then in Carly's case to fake a kidnapping. I don't I don't see why like it it's not you're proving what an idiot you are and there there are there are other ways to get attention. So I just think it's a very it's one of the worst ideas you could come up with. So I got to, you know, this clown, Carly Russell. I think we don't even have the final. I don't know what her final, um, what her punishment is. Because I think it's still pending. One of her punishments. Um, anyways, like if she'll, how much jail time or something or how much money, I don't know. Anyways, we also got Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis defending... Danny Masterson, I also addressed that in a podcast episode. Sometimes people not only need to keep their mouth shut, but I always like to use what celebrities go through as an example, as like a teachable moment. So if your friend raped someone and they ask you to write a letter, don't write the letter. Like remember right from wrong. Remember your morals. Um, Remember your ethics. Don't write the letter. Don't take the fact that your friend didn't rape you as a reason why you should defend your friend. Just exit stage left. Don't be a part of it. Because now Ashton Kutcher had to step down from his position with a sex traffic organization and all that. Just don't do it. And also make sure that you have a team around you that won't let you do any clownery like that. And who will step in and say, you know what? Don't write that letter. Because obviously Ashton Kutcher and Mila, like their team, their team didn't advise them not to do it. Next, I have Kiki Palmer and Darius Jackson drama. So Darius this past week filed a restraining order against Kiki, said she abuses him. And I think he listed like three dates that she, sorry, like three separate incidents that she hit him allegedly and I just got to say, like, what is, is, I'm, I don't know. I'm throwing out these random numbers. Is Kiki Palmer 5'6 and is Darius 6'3? And does Kiki Palmer hit the gym as much as I think Darius does? And is Darius actually feeling like Kiki is a threat? when they're already separated or is this a PR stunt? I just want to, I just want to make those comments on it and I'm going to leave it at that because yes, you could be like a four foot five woman and abusing a man, but Kiki and Darius, they're already broken up. So I don't think he needs a restraining order against Kiki. I don't think they're interacting like that when Kiki already has one out against his ass. So next I have in the last on my list, I have Jada Pinkett Smith. As far as worst of 2023, Jada Pinkett Smith tortures me and her other haters. I I'm scared of her. I don't know when she'll go away. I don't know if she'll go away, but everything she says makes me want to vomit. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me want to scream. And it just makes me sad that someone is as unwell 
as she is and that she is with someone or married to someone who is also unwell because you gotta you can't be sane if you're in a marriage with Jada Pinkett Smith you just can't be so it makes me sad I hate that such a golden couple has now outed themselves as being completely broken and codependent and toxic I don't like anything about it. Why can't we have our like iconic couples? Why can't we have our um, people that couples or individuals that inspire others? Why did like keep some shit to yourself? Keep us out of the fucking group chat. Is that too much to ask? Because hearing about Kiki Palmer and just like hearing about Tiana Taylor and all that and Christian with Christian Keys well that's separate but Kiki Palmer Tiana Taylor like can we just not do can't we just be happy for our for some people do we really have to find out how messy shit was behind the scenes so that is my worst of 2023 and I started with the best of 2023 I'm sending you love and light because this, God, this podcast that has been a three year and two month, uh, um, a 38 month journey is finally, it's finally um, turning around in certain regards. And I have to be vague. I hate that I have to be vague, but I got, I got to. And I'm sure there's some people who've been with me from day one. I don't know. They don't give me the information of my subscribers. But I'm sure there are some of you who've been with me from day one. Or even if you're a newcomer in this, you know, this year or the past few months. Thank you. I don't say it often enough. But thank you. Because I persevered. For 38 months and I'm overjoyed with being on the cusp of, of reaching a goal that I've had for the past 38 months and I just appreciate the fact that you've stuck with me because it's not easy it's not easy all my content isn't great or even good and guess what many podcasters all of their content isn't great or good it's hard it's really, really hard to be consistent in this space. And some people, everybody has a co-host, the band, it's easy to banter, all of that. There are many reasons and they're making like hundreds of thousands or millions. So they have, they're incentivized to really crush it each episode. But thank you so, so much. I'm sending you love and light. And as I've kind of been toying with these past few months, I will be doing more episodes in the um, next year moving forward. Thank you guys. I hope that you have a fun, safe, happy holiday. All right, let me click end on this. One second. Bye.